0: The magic in me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. Everybody knows I got the magic in me. When I hit the floor, the girls come snapping at me. Now everybody wants a so breast of magic, magic, magic. Magic, magic, you
1: Welcome back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm Dan Rhino.
0: I'm Jessica Rhino.
1: And we are continuing our journey through... Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And if you've been listening to us as these episodes come out, breaking news. Just as sick again.
0: Yep. So, or still, who knows, So we really. had the COVID. Yep.
1: We had the COVID blowback from the COVID medicine. Yep. <laughs> the treatment is worse than the disease. Yeah, And then you were okay for maybe a week or so And then you got pneumonia baby
0: Just just checking all the boxes Checking them all
1: You got a DJ air horn you can hit for me or something (laughs) Good job babe You're like
0: I'm on it Even though I'm stuffy and head groggy And haven't had a lot of sleep
1: So she may cough Don't hold that against her
0: Yeah there, Cough warning is in place again for this episode (laughs)
1: A cough, a federal cough warning is in effect <laughs> for
0: this episode and maybe the next one. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we got to try to keep with our New Year's resolution of trying to get two episodes out a month, and it's tough when you're sick all the time.
0: Yes,
1: and I was sick too uh, a couple weeks ago. I had, I'm pretty sure I had pneumonia too. Just didn't get the the chest X-ray in time. To catch it because I had the the terrible cough and the just everything that came along with it and I'm still kind of a little little scratchy but uh, hanging in there doing much better than than you're doing but you're on the mend I'm trying you're on the mend you're you're playing you're playing hurt and yeah. uh, and yeah. I think that the fans out there appreciate that I'm
0: gonna um, rub some dirt in it and uh, we're gonna get through this podcast
1: yeah I don't know if I do that if it's in your lungs <laughs> oh. <laughs> walk it off. I'm just going to yeah. That's all, that's called walking pneumonia. Walking actually.
0: pneumonia. There we go. Uh,
1: a bit of news uh, outside of the uh the medical world. A bit of news here in 2022.
0: Well, we have all kinds of news.
1: Yeah, all kinds of news going on. Uh Jane's uh baby Ronnie is home.
0: Mhm.
1: That's uh that's great news. Great to hear that. Uh Ronnie had a an extended Uh, Stay in the hospital when she came into this world But she's she's at home now for the first time And things are hopefully starting to calm down a little bit For my fellow Hufflepuff Jane over in Illinois That's exciting And speaking of Illinois And speaking more specifically Easy for me to say Of Chicago if you listen to this in twenty twenty two, in August.
0: Make your reservations now, folks. What days is, is it in
1: August? Like seventh, eighth, and ninth or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: six, seven, eight.
1: Whatever that Friday, Saturday, Sunday is. In August. C two E two. Big convention. 5th, sixth, seventh. Fifth, sixth, seventh. In Chicago. Big comic book convention. One of the bigger ones in the big. country. Uh
0: one of the nicer ones too that we've ever been
1: to. It's 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 big but not so big that you can't do stuff Like I hear San Diego, just I hear horror stories Yeah. About, oh I paid thousands of dollars for a hotel And all this money for a ticket And I had to get it all a week in advance And I had to pay thousands of dollars for planes A and week in advance? Or a year in a advance A year in advance, there we go Like a week in advance, that's not that
0: Not that fast <laughs> That's
1: not impressive
0: You were waiting till the last minute
1: and then I go there and I have to camp out for three days just and to I got get to do one thing. Just to get into Hall H so I can see the thirty seconds from the new Blade movie, <laughs> and that was my trip. And I told I was talking to my dad about that. Uh, Happy Father's Day, by the way, here in uh, June of twenty twenty-two. I was talking to my dad about uh, San Diego Comic Con. He said, "You've met geeks before, right?" Because <laughs> I said, "Who would do that?" He said, "You've met geeks before, right?" Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, a C2E2 is a much nicer experience But it's a huge show still Huge It's not like a lo- the local uh, Comic Con that you get in for, for five bucks It is, uh, you know, it's like a hundred bucks I think for a weekend pass But uh, even that is still pretty reasonable uh, Compared to for some of the other uh, the other big cons that are out there And all the stuff you get to do It's so cool, but The cooler part for us this year is not only will we be attending as press, like we have uh, the last couple of C2E2s, but we've been invited to host the Harry Potter trivia event on that Friday. Friday the 5th. Friday, August 5th. As of right now, it's scheduled for Friday, August 5th at 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock in the yard.
0: In the yard.
1: And if you've never been to C2E2, the they, the have, uh, they have the panel rooms that are in a separate location. But in the main hall of C2E2, they have this enormous area called the Yard. And they have, like, AstroTurf down. And they have, like...
0: Picnic tables. Pi- bag
1: b- Games of bags and washers and things like that. And beer and all kinds of things that you would uh, associate with, like, a, like a, a, a summer picnic. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the, an enormous stage there where they have different presenters and different games and different you know live presentations. And that's where we're going to be hosting, as of right now, unless something changes, the Harry Potter Trivia event. And we've got fun. tons of prizes to give away. Uh, we can host up to, it with the uh, game that, that I use, uh, for those of you that are teachers, you're familiar with Kahoot! We're going to be using Kahoot, and we can have up to 2,000 players. Uh They're going to be playing on their mobile devices, answering all kinds of Harry Potter trivia questions. So study up!
0: Study up, and if you're a listener, witches, make sure you come and say hi to us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that might like earn you a, like a special edge on the because we're going to be doing uh, some participation giveaways too. Not just for our top three winners. We're going to be we have so much stuff to give away. And the first half of the hour, we're going to be doing trivia. In the second half, we're just going to be giving away stuff. And, uh, we're going to have, in addition to all the cool books and toys and things, Harry Potter related merchandise, uh, going to also have some free Broomsticks and Butterbeer merch. <laughs> T shirts and buttons and bookmarks and, and so on and so forth. Maybe, I don't know, maybe some other stuff too. I don't know. I don't know what else we'll come up with. Broomsticks and Butterbeer type merchandise that's going to be given, all free. It's free to play, free to come uh, To the games All you gotta do is get into C2E2 And once you're in uh, Everything else involved with the Harry Potter Trivia is free So we're really excited about it I'm super excited too because Anastasia is gonna come
0: And Kelly, and, and, Kelly and, Catherine.
1: and Catherine You're gonna
0: get to meet the whole crew
1: Live Live and in person Woo! So I'm excited about that uh, Jennifer not coming because she hates us
0: Um yeah, I forgot about that. Gallavans
1: all around the world, but won't come see your friends in Chicago.
0: Our first ever. Well, we've done panels, but we haven't done a trivia.
1: Yeah, and we've done panels at, at smaller conventions before. So it's, this is a little. I'm a little nervous about this. Our I'm, first big one. I'm a little nervous about being in front, literally in front of thousands of people that will be in the in the main hall there. Uh, worried that the technology is going to hold up But we'll do our best And try to make it as fun as possible And give away lots of free stuff So C2E2 uh August 5th through the 7th Yeah 2022 If you listen to this in 2023 it already happened And it was amazing
0: It was great Should have been there
1: All the technology uh, worked out Knock on wood <laughs> Lots of people were so happy to get their Awesome prizes. It was was all A fun time was had by all, Jessica.
0: Yes, all.
1: So that's the news about c 2 And then those people are
0: going to listen a couple more episodes and get the real report of what happened. Yeah. And they're going to be really confused. Yeah.
1: So if you're already a listener and you're going, uh, come and say hi to us. We'd love to to meet you. Or at least I would. Because I'm a Hufflepuff and I love everybody.
0: probably be... Just, just may or
1: may not be in a good mood Or may not may or may not have her nose in a book During the time and request not to be interrupted
0: I think I'll have Put the book down for the trivia Oh so, that's nice of you You know maybe just the audiobook
1: <laughs> Like, when you, like when you went to Wrestlemania And you were listening to an audiobook the whole time
0: I tried I did not listen the whole time Because it got too loud I couldn't hear
1: Yeah I tried too I wrestling's the, the worst
0: But I got the new airpods now That block out Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who
1: gave those to you? Uh, my husband Oh he's a nice guy uh, Let's talk about chapter 3
0: Oh Harry Potter?
1: Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix Before we do that I'm going to go through chapter 2 real quick And I have to say a little caveat here Normally I take my long form notes For the previous chapter and condense them down Into like a, a short form Summation of what happened I forgot to do that this time So I'm going through the long form notes And I'm going to try to compress them on the fly for you So there's probably going to be a lot of um, um, and then um, um,
0: Things, uh. things happened.
1: So chapter 2, A Peck of Owls uh, We find out pretty quickly that Mrs. Fig is a squib And we also learned that Mundugus Fletcher is a wizard Who's supposed to be kind of a, an appointed protector of Harry During these unsure times But Mr. Mundugus Fletcher is off Trying to buy stolen cauldrons off the black market And Mundugus is not there Of course, when the Dementors attacked Harry and Dudley in the alleyway. So, uh, Mondugas Fletcher does show up eventually and goes back and having to report to Dumbledore that Mr. Fletcher was not where he was supposed to be. Dumbledore is probably not going to be very happy about that. Dudley is in pretty bad shape. Harry has to haul Dudley back to Dudley's house. When we get back to the Dursley's house, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia are very upset, wanting to know what's going on. They're sure that their their lovely little Diddy did not uh, do anything inappropriate. I'm sure it was somebody else's fault that has Dudley in this bad shape. But we learned some things about Petunia as well. We learned that Petunia probably knows more about the Wizarding World. Uh, and the current state of it Than she has hinted at before uh, We learn that Let's see Vernon uh, Finds out a lot about the wizarding world As well too He learns that there's a mag- magical branch of the government He learns what the mentors are And what they do uh, Vernon definitely not happy about it. What is going on behind He's trying door? to get the
0: frisbee But it's turned upside down so he can't Pick it up
1: There you go buddy There's your frisbee (laughs)
0: Thank you He's
1: so happy now Uh, The Dursley house Gets inundated with owls uh, Basically telling Harry That he is expelled For using magic Outside of Hogwarts That his wand Is going to be destroyed
0: No just kidding
1: No just kidding Dumbledore came And talked to us And we're gonna Put your hearing off For a while We're not gonna destroy Your wand yet But don't leave the house Uh, Uncle Vernon calls Dementors Dementoids And all kinds of other stuff And uh, when Petunia hears that Voldemort's back The same dark wizard that killed her sister We see some different emotions from Petunia That we haven't seen before And then the end of the chapter Petunia gets an owl And it's a howler Howler And it said something about uh, Protect the last of Remember the the last Remember the last
0: I remember my last. Yeah,
1: something like that. So Harry doesn't know what that's all about either. So we get a lot of different sides of. Uh, we get different sides of Petunia. We got Vernon learning new information. We got Dudley, who's kind of in and out of it in this chapter. And Harry is very upset because he kind of feels isolated. Like I just got attacked by the Dementors. My friends aren't really talking to me. Sirius isn't really talking to me. I'm told to stay put. I'm potentially expelled from Hogwarts. And that was probably my worst recap that I've ever done So I will never forget again To do my Summarized notes
0: I I think you got it all in there
1: I did, but it was sloppy Sloppy work It was shoddy shoddy worksmanship And I'm better than that
0: It's just a change of pace Chapter
1: 3 Why we're really here Of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix The Advanced Guard We're meeting lots of new characters in this chapter, Jessica
0: Yeah Only a few are important, though.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure I already know, but which of these new characters really stands out for you?
0: Tonks. What do you like about Tonks? Well, she was in Game of Thrones, babe.
1: Yes, the actress that (laughs) plays Tonks in the movie also plays uh, one of the characters in Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just kidding, though. That's not why.
1: When we were watching Game of Thrones, you are like, oh, Tonks!
0: Yeah. Every time there was a... Crossover. Every time there was a Harry Potter character, and there were several, I'd be like, oh, look!
1: Yeah. There, there was a lot of crossover for the the actors there for those two shows
0: um she's just pretty cool she's um, younger probably the young or the youngest one of the guard not too much older than Harry so she kind of relates to him a little better than the others He kind of takes to her um, she's also uh, has a very interesting appearance we mm-hmm. gonna get to that later yeah okay.
1: Yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk about that I, just, I knew that Tonks was a favorite of yours um,
0: Kingsley I, is a favorite of mine, too Interesting
1: mm-hmm. I don't Love know Kingsley about, I don't know much about Kingsley
0: When he popped up on the page, I was like, oh, Kingsley
1: uh, Harry is fresh off the Dementor attack Increasingly frustrated with the lack of communication lack, uh, With the isolation from everyone And also what the howler to Petunia was all about And Harry... Kind of takes all of this frustration And pens the same exact letter To Ron, Hermione And Sirius And what is the, the gist of this letter That he sends out
0: Tell me what's going on right now And come get me
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right now <coughs> And Harry is, is so <clears throat> frustrated That he's even kind of mean to Hedwig
0: Very mean She just got back with her dinner And he's like nope no time Come here, go do this, do it now.
1: It's kind of like what we talked about in, I guess, the first chapter when Harry was really kind of egging on Dudley and almost kind of looking for a fight. Mm -hmm. Harry is just, there's so much going on, been going on in his world the last few years, and it's all kind of come to a head in the last book with the death of Cedric and the official return of Voldemort. And now Harry is being kept in the dark about everything that's going on and wants to know what's Voldemort doing? What are we, actions are we taking? Why, why am I being in isolation over this? And then he finds out that, oh, people have been, uh, spying on me. Um, uh, I wasn't
0: alone. I actually had people, but they didn't tell me. Um, yeah, he had, he had an extremely traumatic event at the end of the last book. More so than all the other traumatic events that in the year, the school year. Um, And then he had to go home and basically be alone. So, you know, it's always hard to deal with that kind of stuff alone. You need to have your friends around you. You need to have people to talk to about it. He hasn't been able to do any of that.
1: His support system hasn't been very supportive. No. And... Harry sends these owls, or these letters out via Hedwig. Henry. No response from anyone. Three days. Four days. Then Uncle Vernon comes in the room all dressed up and tells Harry that the family's going out.
0: We're going out.
1: Okay. Ha- Harry, stays. stay in your room. Don't touch anything. Okay. We don't know where they're going or how long they'll be gone, but If Uncle Vernon locks Harry in the room and tells him not to touch anything, or how is Harry supposed to eat and drink? We don't know how long.
0: Well, he doesn't come out anyway. We know that Uncle
1: Vernon is a bad caregiver. However, I don't know if
0: he. No, he like specifically tells him don't steal any food from us. Like he he only gets what he's rationed, and so he wants
1: Harry to starve to death.
0: No, they rationed him some food, and they put it under the the cat flap. But but they did that before
1: he left. They did that. It's not like there's going to be somebody that's going to be bringing Harry. Well, they're food. sleeping
0: for the evening.
1: We don't know that.
0: We don't know, but he knows. Does he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he does know.
0: My I I had more problem with it not being able to go to the bathroom, or at least he should have said, "Hey." You need to pee because I'm locking the door. Mm. Like I feel like there should have been one more, you know. if you don't have to go, you should try because I'm <laughs> gonna lock the door.
1: Now, Harry Harry's awfully skinny. He could probably sneak out through the cat flap if he really had a. An I'm getting to that there. point. So, like I said, we don't know where they're going. They don't tell us how long they're they're going to be gone. But as soon as the Dursleys are gone, there's a crash in the kitchen, and Harry kind of gets these thoughts that. This sound is either Burglars or maybe it's The bad guys coming to do what the Dementors could
0: And then he writes that off because They're not bothering to be very quiet Right if it was Burglars they'd try and be quiet But maybe not if they thought the house was empty
1: And maybe if like it if was like if they saw
0: them all leave Like if they're watching the house and they saw them all get in the car mm-hmm. And drive away They'd be like oh there's nobody here We can be loud if we want to
1: And sometimes burglars aren't the Very smartest smart. people, no. but if it was like dark wizards or something, you would think that they would probably just apparate right into his mm-hmm. room or something like that. So Harry is kind of going back and forth uh, between what it might be, and so he does leave the room.
0: So this is what I was confused over. Somebody comes to the door and unlocks the door.
1: Don't know. <laughs> I I assume I thought they were all at the bottom of the stairs.
0: They were when he comes out, but how So somebody ran up, ran
1: up the, <laughs> that didn't the make stairs, any sense to me, unlocked the door, and ran and then back. Ran
0: away. I was like, and I think it even says they he heard footsteps coming towards the door.
1: That's a weird way of
0: way of like retrieving somebody. Like
1: we want we want to greet him, but we want to. It's like when you're when a new puppy comes home and you introduce him to the uh, to the puppy that's already there. Like you want to set up a situation that's comfortable for <laughs> for, both for, for the meeting. So, so they just gonna... unlock
0: the door. We'll let him come. To yeah, us. we'll let the,
1: we'll let the puppy it's come like, to us. It's
0: more like the um like when they re-release an animal into the wild. Yeah, they they like open it and run away and wait for him to come out on their own. So Harry was like the wild animal that was caged.
1: So it's not bad guys. We've got some friendly faces, some familiar, sort of some new some sort of familiar <laughs> yeah
0: like, well I kind of knew you but not the you you
1: uh, professor Lupin is there yeah that's a friendly face we haven't seen in a while uh, tonks we talked about one of the new faces we see there and a face that we've seen before but not actually met before technically there's and that being
0: a little like cursory huh. hey that's you that's the real you okay
1: Mad Eye Moody, as grumpy as ever, and you don't fault him for that, given no. what what he's been through. Not only in his life as an aura, or but also in uh, being kept in the magical uh, briefcase.
0: And she pairs it rather well. She was like, he says something really grumpy, kind of rude, kind of nasty, and he's missing a chunk out of his nose. And it's like, oh, okay, I forgive everything because you reminded me of how hard his life has been. So what's the What's the
1: dynamic from your point of view With the relationship between Harry and Moody Because Moody Or Harry spent the better part of the year Building this relationship With someone who looked and sounded like Professor Moody Only to find out that it was Barty Crouch Jr. But Moody is just so darn grumpy Almost like he's mad at Harry Like he's squinting suspiciously at Harry Like not sure if it's the real Harry And it's got to be tough from from Harry's point of view Having this guy that looks and sounds like this person That you had this really good relationship with And then found out that Then that person tried to kill you And then found out, oh, it really wasn't this person And then I built a relationship with this evil person That I have no idea uh, Anything about The actual person that they were Impersonating What's the dynamic between their relationship When they actually meet For the first time here
0: Well It's complicated obviously And suspicious, But he, that, he's that way with everyone mm-hmm. I know maybe Harry Doesn't know the full extent of that yet But he's just like that with everyone And he's, like, not even sure that it really is Harry. Maybe it's a Death Eater in disguise. How can we prove it?
1: Harry should be like, maybe you're a Death Eater in (laughs) disguise. Wouldn't be the first time.
0: Yeah. Like, it's funny how you would say that. Because.
1: Mm. the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah.
0: So, and Harry even acknowledges several times that that this feels weird. He doesn't know how to act around him because he feels like he knows him, but he doesn't know him. It's acknowledged a few times in the chapter, but I think, for the most part, this is just how Moody is. He's out this way with everybody.
1: And he's paranoid of everything in this chapter, but that's just him 24-7, right? Especially now, even more so, given the state of the wizarding world and the return of Voldemort and the fact that Moody spent the better part of a school year locked locked in 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 a trunk. And was, you know, very. Being
0: fed through a cat flap.
1: Yeah. I've just, just very, like, malnourished and had been through, you know, a lot of torture and, and things like that over the, like I said, the better part of a school year. So Moody's paranoia is at an all time high, you would assume. Yes. Moody. Well,
0: he's convinced that they might all die tonight. So, yeah, I'd say it's pretty high.
1: That's just a normal Tuesday for, just, for just Moody. a normal Tuesday. Uh, Moody also gives a pretty crucial lesson on wand holstering. Jess, you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: I totally did not remember this. I was like, wait, what?
1: But it's very important. Proper wand holstering is very important.
0: Apparently, it was like the fundamentals back in the day that they taught. This is like
1: entry-level wand wand safety. Yes.
0: And they don't bother with wand safety anymore, apparently. Mm -mm. Um, Apparently, you should not put your wand in your back pocket. Hmm. So... He says this. And I was like, yeah, you really shouldn't. Um, because I'm thinking, what if you fall down? Mm. If you fall down on your butt, you're going to break that thing. Do you remember I had this wand? Mm. And I really loved that wand. It was from somebody at C2E2, I'm sure, who, you know, didn't sell... The traditional...
1: C2E2, uh, August 5th, 5th through the 7th, 2022. Get your tickets.
0: C2E2.com Be sure to check us out on August 5th for the Harry Potter trivia in the, in the yard. in in the And I was here at a convention in St. Louis, and I stuck the wand in my boot. I had high mm. boots on, stuck it in my boot. That's
1: bad wand etiquette.
0: And I sat down on a bench... I don't remember exactly what happened. I plopped onto a bench and ended up hitting it on the edge of the bench and cracking it in half. Mm. I'm very sad because I really liked that wand. And we never found that vendor again because he wasn't exactly selling licensed uh, product.
1: Oh. you want to put him on Front Street now? You want to report him?
0: No, I want him to make <laughs> me another wand.
1: <laughs> I want a more illegal Harry Potter merchandise. He
0: took like the elements of all of the licensed wand and, like, mixed them together. And so you got a wand that looked like this and a little bit like that and a little bit like that. They were just cool. Anyway.
1: And you broke it. In, I broke in it. In anger. You were having a bad day. Uh, no, so I was plopped. just...
0: I No, I was tired. We've been at the convention all day. You're, I still remember we are out you're, in that hallway you're leaving. You were mad at me
1: dragging you to the convention all day.
0: No. No, 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 no. I think it was Chelsea, actually. Oh. I think she... Made a stop again I was like oh my god And I plopped Anyway So I'm thinking So don't put them in your boot Don't put them in your boot Don't put them in your back pocket Or if you sit down on it mm-hmm. You're going to break it
1: I was thinking more like If it's in your back pocket Somebody could just like grab it
0: Yeah You know it's yeah. just like
1: They tell you don't put your wallet In your back pocket Because that's You know it's. it's but
0: if you have a robe on They can't get to it like but Harry a, didn't have a robe yeah, on. He didn't have
1: a robe on. He probably just had some some some, <laughs> some, Jordans some wranglers. on or something. <laughs> some guest jeans.
0: Eh. I don't think they buy the guests at the Dudley House.
1: Wranglers? Wranglers.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, the British trends Lees. in uh jeans is.
1: Yeah. I always had Lee's. I couldn't I couldn't afford Levi's But I had Lee. Lee jeans.
0: They're not the same? No. I just thought they like it was like a nickname.
1: <laughs> no, no, Lee, L E E. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had some Lee jeans. I just thought they were Levi's.
1: <laughs> you're like, yeah, we all we all wear Levi's here. We're we all, all really wear cool. Levi's. They're like, no, Jessica, you're not as cool as the rest of us.
0: <laughs> oh, I did have a guest sweatshirt though.
1: Oh, can't hide money. And Adidas Jeez. jacket. Wow. Tell, tell me that you grew up rich. I had rich. the black and white one. Tell me that you grew up rich without telling me that And then you grew I had all kinds
0: rich. of like neon little toggles on yeah. it. So that Look at you. It was fancy. Anyway, um, apparently if you <laughs> stick the wand in your back pocket, Mooney believes that you can blast your buttocks off.
1: Yeah, just right off.
0: That there are better wizards than Harry out there running around with no butt.
1: And he says, I know some of them. I've seen it.
0: <laughs> Tongs
1: is like, who? You haven't seen it. Who? Ah, I don't remember him. I I've seen it
0: though.
1: <laughs> he just sounds like the old guy. Like there's the, in in Coming to America, there's the barber shop guy, and he's got all these stories about how, like, ah, Frank Sinatra was in my barber shop, and I was talking to Frank Sinatra, and I asked him how old Joe Lewis was. He said Joe Lewis 137 years old. I said, man, you don't know Frank Sinatra. You don't
0: know, <laughs> you don't know anything.
1: And then there's some expletives said That I won't <laughs> repeat on this show uh, So Guys don't uh, see Coming to America Until you're uh, of age Of age And so, don't put your wand in your and boot don't put your wand Or in, your, in your, your, back boot or your back pocket
0: I don't know where you're supposed to put it I stuck mine in my hair that one time
1: That's probably an awful idea
0: too <laughs> <laughs> I'll like blast my head off
1: Yeah you don't want to do that No, It's not great Bad idea. So a proper wand storage etiquette uh, very important, all you witches and wizards out there. Uh, no coincidence that the Dursleys are gone, though, right? Uh, <laughs> Harry kind of sees that this is like perfect timing—that you guys all showed up to to, to get me. To and they're to not whisk, here. Whisk me away, and that's the plan here. The, this, as we it's go like back to the team. to the name of the the chapter, the Advanced Guard. This is the team that is going to guard Harry away from the Dursleys' place to a safe location. But it's no coincidence the Dursleys are gone, right? Where are they at?
0: Apparently, they received a lovely letter in the Muggle Mail. Mm. They thought it through saying that they had been uh, nominated, awarded (laughs) with the all European lawn fantastical. (laughs) No, I lost it.
1: Pretty good. Uh, the All England Best All Kept Suburban England. Lawn Competition.
0: Best kept, okay, yeah, that, that, that right there. We won an award, and it's tonight. For the best kept lawn, during the drought, where they're not supposed to be watering their mm-hmm. lawn. I so think, I think I would have been a little afraid, like, come on in for this award for your best kept lawn. Mm-hmm. And then you get there, and they'd be like... You've been watering You've your been lawn, watering your haven't lawn, you? Admit Like the spotlight mm-hmm. in the dark room. Yeah, that's what's so gonna it's happen. It's like a
1: sting, is what you're saying. are so. a sting here.
0: If they'd been smarter, they would have been concerned about that. Uh,
1: let's talk about some of the uh, other wizards that are in this advance guard here. Uh, Kingsley Shacklebolt. Yeah. What do we know about him? Or What do you want to yeah, uh, say anything about mm, him?
0: No, we don't know anything about him yet.
1: Alphius. Uh, Dodge, Elphias Dough yeah. uh, to Dallas Diggle.
0: He said he's met Harry before. Sounds I don't like a remember.
1: left-handed pitcher for the Padres from the seventies. <laughs> uh this, they're bringing in the screwballer, Dallas Diggle. <laughs> Shut down the rally.
0: He says he's met Harry before. I don't remember. Maybe it was like in the uh, Leaky Cauldron when he first came in. I remember he met a couple of people there. So I don't know. He says we've met before, and then he keeps dropping stuff.
1: Uh, Emmeline Vance. Mm. Sturgis Podmore.
0: I don't. Mm.
1: Sturgis is that place in like, North Dakota or South Dakota where they have a big bike rally every no,
0: year. I maybe mean, you say where they throw the rolls at you because that's what everybody says in St. Louis. That's the place where. They throw the rolls at you.
1: Uh, that place is called... Uh, in, Lambert's. Know, Lambert's. Lambert's. here in the St. Louis area.
0: Guess we have to take Anastasia. Uh, let them throw the rolls at her. It like, no, it's down south.
1: Yeah, it's like on the way to uh, Metropolis. Is it?
0: Mm-hmm. I thought it was mm-hmm. in Missouri,
1: though. Uh, it, it might be. On the way to Cape Girardeau? But I, I'm pretty sure I remember uh, seeing a sign for it on the way to Metropolis. Home of the throwed Rolls. They throw the rolls to you, just, I think when I, I was... hot.
0: I was cutting through one time, like South Missouri. I saw it. I don't know where I was going or why, but I did this weird, like from Springfield over towards Cape Girardeau run, and it was, might have been where I was transporting Visenjis or something.
1: Our non Midwest friends have no idea what you're talking about. Especially our listeners, like over in Austria.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk about Harry Potter!
1: Is that your Austrian No, accent? that was
0: just somebody yelling. Talk about <laughs> Harry Potter!
1: Because <laughs> if so, that's terrible. Uh, the rough, We talked about the chapter of the title, the Advanced Guards is the group that's going to uh, escort Harry Potter, and they're going to
0: do it by flying. <laughs> they're going to do it, even if they're going to die. Because
1: it's going to be pretty cold up there in the, uh, in the altitude. <laughs> they're going to have to stay pretty high to avoid muggle detection. But why can't they do some of the other... Uh, wizarding forms of transportation like flu powder or
0: operating. Uh, Harry's too young to apparate flu powder n- network would be being was being watched
1: now who's it being watched by is it being watched by the ministry is it being watched by the bad guys
0: um well we don't they call we, it the flu network the flu I like network <laughs> by the way we don't really know yet and harry doesn't really know yet but i'm pretty sure it's the ministry mm. I, like, I think we've kind of gathered that. I don't know. I don't want to get spoily Gotcha.
1: Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Uh, Tong seems to have a, an an instant. You kind of alluded to this a second ago. Tong seems to have a kind of an instant connection with Harry. Is that just because of the, the more closeness in age between the two and between, rather than Harry and the other uh, folks in the advance guard?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's she's younger. There's just an easier connection there, but it's all it's not just age. I think it's also experience, so and just kind of placement. Like Lupin was his professor, so there's that kind of uh-huh. dynamic that's already established.
1: Like even teachers that I've had even when I'm grown up now and I see them, I still we're not like buddy buddy. Mm-hmm. Like We're friendly, but there's still that dynamic of, you know, like master and apprentice (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, there's still that like hierarchy there that you respect.
0: Even though that she's technically an adult and she has a job, it's she's still just her first year. So she still has some, I don't know, it's just of everybody. She's going to have he's going to have this connection with her because she's younger. And I feel like she's got a little less experience. Maybe everybody else is taking it a little more seriously. They've kind of lived through this Voldemort era before, and they're kind of somber about it. Not that she's not, but she's still a little more. Um,
1: He's got that youthful enthusiasm yeah. a little bit more. It hasn't been uh, uh, what's what's the word? It hasn't been so jaded by uh, the wizarding community yet.
0: So she can still joke a little. She can still make it a little, you know, lighter, lighten the mood a little bit.
1: And Tongs is a metamorphosis. Yeah. And what does
0: that mean? She can change her appearance um, just at will. I thought it was a little weird that she, like, in the movie, she doesn't have to really try hard. So when I was reading the part where she was, like, had her face, like, scrunched up and she was, like, "Mm," like... Mm -hmm. Gritting through it and trying really hard To change her hair color I was like wait a minute I just thought this came a lot easier to her
1: Now can she change like her whole Like facial features Mm -hmm. Everything So it's not just hair color No And this is a born condition This is not something that you can learn To be like an animagus
0: Yeah it's just a magical gift There's probably some theory about You know other magical bloodline getting in there somewhere, or her great-grand. And the fact that her name is Nymphadora, it's like it's kind of alluding to this like fairy nymph mm-hmm. past. Which she heritage. hates, by the way. She Which hates she hates. Name.
1: It's like call me Tonks.
0: Tonks, just Tonks.
1: Now, are there other conditions like that, similar in the wizarding world, where it's like a born? Condition we know that like I said like an animagus is something that you can learn. Learn, but like a metamorphus is that something? Is, are there other conditions like that that you can that you are born with that you're still a wizard but you also have like this other I don't know kind of ability like
0: the parcel mouth mm-hmm. I don't okay. know like if you can. They didn't really talk about whether you could learn that. Right. Or maybe most people just don't want to, but... Harry
1: def- definitely didn't learn it. No, he just, he just had it. realized it at the zoo one day. <laughs> I try to do it every time I go to the zoo. <laughs> Never works.
0: We talked to trying. our inflatable snakes in the pool the other day, too.
1: Yeah. You, have, you put inflatable snakes in the in the pool to scare away the birds that are pooping in the pool.
0: Yes, these stupid black <laughs> birds keep pooping in our pool, and it's disgusting.
1: Blackbird gonna poop in your pool Gonna
0: scare them away with this inflatable snakes
1: <laughs> Inflatable snakes gonna scare them away
0: Um anyway so yeah we have inflatable snakes in our pool
1: that's the sound they make when they need more air <laughs> Uh
0: I don't know of any other ones off the top of my head but we're talking about you know mixing bloodlines you know hagrid part giant so then you know you've got other cases of not that being extra big is a magical ability mm-hmm. but
1: I love how the other wizards are while Tonks and Harry are packing up there the other wizards are just in the kitchen giggling at the muggle devices <laughs> and studying, rummaging through stuff studying them like they're in a museum like oh, yeah. what is this what is magical device the microwave do and they're just, they pick up, like, one of them picks up, like, a a, like potato, a, peeler. a potato peeler, a fruit peeler, or something like that, and just, hee,
0: hee, hee, look at this,
1: just giggling, just...
0: Okay, so maybe that throws away my, the other, the adults are more serious theory.
1: Are they more serious?
0: Okay. Serious isn't there.
1: Just saying. I, I like, I just like the, uh, the little the interaction in the, of it. in the, in the, in the kitchen. Uh... So the group of wizards, it's time to go pretty much, and they're going to be doing the Mighty Ducks flying V to protect Harry. Well, not exactly.
0: It's more like they're orbiting.
1: They're going to protect Harry, and Moody's pretty sure they're going to die.
0: Yeah, we're all, okay, okay. if anyone dies, just keep going, and if we all die, Harry, just keep going.
1: And if you die, Harry, keep going! What? What? And then we pretty much just get like three pages of flying.
0: Yeah, and it's cold. And it's windy. And it was ice cold. And go this way and go that way.
1: And Moody wants to double back to make sure they're not being followed. And everybody's like, are you insane? We're frozen to our brooms.
0: No, we're not doing it.
1: Uh, What's a put-outer? We get to our uh, destination.
0: I forgot that we see that device here. Uh, we see it in the very beginning of the stories, when Dumbledore has it, mm-hmm. when he's delivering Harry. And then it comes back later. It's not a put-outer. That's not what it's called. It just doesn't have a real name. He doesn't know what the name for it is, so he calls it that. But it looks like a lighter that you use to light your cigarettes or your candles. Candles. And um But it doesn't give out light. It sucks it in.
1: So did J.K. Rowling come up with this name like late at night when she was like sleep deprived, or maybe she was on a deadline or something like that?
0: That's not the name of it.
1: (laughs) So you're saying this is just like Harry's
0: interpretation.
1: Internal processing of what this thing is called based on what it does.
0: Yes. If somebody was holding something and you didn't know what it was called, you would give it a little fake name in your head.
1: It just kind of reminds me of like Admiral Ackbar from Star Wars. You know, the guy, it's a trap. The guy that looks like a like a squid. Mm-hmm. You know what the name of the planet is that he's from?
0: Squid.
1: Calamari. Calamari. He's from the planet Calamari, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure George Lucas was sleep deprived on a deadline. Oh god, I've made so many new characters. He he looks like a squid, and he's from the planet Calamari. Works for me. So we've arrived. It sounds at, fancy. We've arrived at our destination, 12 Grimold Place in London, the headquarters of the aforementioned Order of the Phoenix.
0: Yes. In not a great area.
1: Uh-uh.
0: It's stinky. There's trash everywhere.
1: But probably not a bad place to hide.
0: Probably not Probably
1: not a bad place To lay low for a little while Yeah
0: Most people wouldn't want To spend a lot of time In that area Looking
1: So in our next chapter We will talk More about 12 Grimmauld Place As we actually Go inside And see who's there And see Why they're there mm-hmm. But before we do that How about an email
0: <gasps> An email
1: You can send us your emails Broomsticks.butterbeer At gmail.com Or tweet us At broomsticksb or send them to us on Facebook as well. Look up Broomsticks and Butterbeer on Facebook and send us a direct message. This one comes from Jay Newsome in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Jay. Hotlanta. Atlanta. Jay writes, what is your favorite relationship in the series? It can be romantic or friendship. <laughs> While you're thinking, I'll say one that I really like, and we've talked about it in the past. I love the relationship, and this is kind of a I been well outside the box one. I love the relationship between the twins and Harry. Mm-hmm. I like the Fred and like George Harry relationship. And I think that you don't we and we've talked about this, you don't get to see the the depths of that relationship in the movies as you as much as you do in the books. In the books you really see the twins kind of playing big brother to to Harry. And it's a different relationship than Harry and Ron have. It's a different relationship that Harry and Mr. and Mrs. Weasley have, Harry and Ginny have. It's a different relationship between the other Weasleys. Harry really doesn't have much of a connection with with Percy and you know, a lot of the family has, Charlie, yeah. is a little disconnected from Percy. But I, the, the twins really kind of see Harry as somebody who never had a big brother figure growing up, never really had any kind of older male uh, positive figure in his life growing up. And that's not really a void that Ron can fill being the same age as Harry. But the twins have a, have more experience And they kind of take Harry under their wing And I really like the, the dynamic between Fred and George and, and Harry So that's my little outside the box thought
0: I totally agree And like I said I love that it, You're getting to see the deeper relationship reading the books um, I kind of have two. I think.
1: Well, I don't know if that's allowed. Let me check Jay's email here.
0: Jay, will let it go. Well, he didn't I say t- you I could- talked to him.
1: He didn't say you couldn't do. He two. said it was cool. Okay.
0: Um. Well. Well, I have my real one, but then I have like a honorary mention. How about that? Okay. So my honorary mention is McGonagall and Harry. Mm-hmm. I I love Professor McGonagall. And then they just have some really cool moments where, you know, he thinks he's going to be in trouble, but instead she gives him cookies and she wants him on the Quidditch team because she wants the Quidditch team to win. She just really has this, um, just has her eye on him. Not that everybody doesn't, but I don't know, it seems like they have a cool little relationship. And the other one we haven't really gotten to yet, so I can't get into it too much. But I love Luna and Harry. Uh-huh. They have a, a special relationship. And it has to be special because, you know, she's special. And She's quirky. She's very quirky. And there's even... You know, spoil it. There's even like a moment where she was like... You know, it's kind of a famous quote where she's like... It was almost like I had friends. And he's like, we are your friends. <laughs> she, oh, Okay. <laughs> like, like oh, I'm just like so happy that Luna had friends. That's mm-hmm. really what that that is. I love that relationship because I'm happy that Luna had friends.
1: I like those good answers. Nice job. You recovered well. You you seemed like you were you had been stumped for the first time and that you wouldn't be able to
0: I'm a little sleep deprived.
1: Constructed an answer But you you brought it strong, you recovered And you came up with not one, but two Solid answers So, uh, Like I said, please send us your emails Broomsticks.butterbeer.gmail.com Let us know if you're going to C2E2 And
0: stop by and say hi
1: Yeah, Let us know, uh, send us an email or a message Let us know that you're going to be there Friday, August 5th From 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock In the the yard yard. At C2E2
0: Big green area in the middle
1: and I, I love that we're doing it on Friday, because Saturday don't get me wrong. Saturday has so much cool stuff going on that some of the days when like the if usually if a celebrity is going to be there for only a the day, big celebrity, it's going to be on Saturday. Saturday, and a lot like I think the big costume contest is Saturday night. So a lot of the big events on Saturday, but Friday is actually my favorite day. Oh yeah, because first of all, you walk into the the event. And you see everything for the, everybody's seen everything for the first time. Mm-hmm. And there's like this, this sense of wonder, this newness when you walk into C2E2 and for the first time when you haven't seen there, when it's set up for the when first time for line, a year. you're in line getting
0: ready to go and they're trying to pump everybody mm-hmm. up and get the video of everybody walking in. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get everybody excited. Saturday, a little less Sunday, and Saturday
1: and Saturday is more people are a little more, more, crowded, more worn out. And a lot of people if they can only go for one day, they will go on Saturday because mm-hmm. they don't have to take off work on Friday or they don't have to take off school on Friday or whatever. Or maybe they drive down or fly in on Friday and then go on Saturday and leave on Sunday so they can get back to work on Monday. Saturday is is awesome. Uh, Sunday is a little bit more, you know, kind of toned down. People are kind of worn out from the the weekend. And uh, a lot of the vendors are kind of just ready to
0: pack it up, pack it up. It's a long uh, weekend But
1: sa- Sunday is cool too, I think it's usually kids day They mm-hmm. get get in at a, a discounted rate But Friday, I really like that we're doing our, our thing on Friday Because there will be a lot of people there But it won't be so crowded that you won't be able to kind of get from place to place Like it is on on Saturday mm-hmm. sometimes and I think it there will be enough people there to to have a great time, but not so many people there that it's going to hinder what we want to do.
0: Yes, I I, I completely agree.
1: So C two E two to get your tickets. Uh, August fifth through the seventh, twenty twenty two, we'll be there. Hopefully, you'll be there with us.
0: Yes. Come say hi
1: So thanks for everybody for listening Downloading, subscribing and spreading the word Leave us a 5 star review on whatever platform you're listening on we really appreciate it Until next time Be a wizard, be a witch Be a muggle, be a squib But don't be a jerk We'll see you next time
0: Bye I got some magic in me Every time I took That track it
1: turns into gold no